It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? Hey, Alexis. <laughs> it's, just, it's Friday. Uh, She's making fun of my hair. Yeah, if any of you like ever wore a headband and like you put it on and then you do the little like push up, like you had the bump. That's what Melissa had with her headphones. And it was a little like just out of character. So I was too little confused. I'm usually really put together. So she likes to take advantage when I'm a little disheveled. <laughs> Well, uh, how was your week? Oh, my God. I literally feel like I've been run over by a truck this week. (laughs) It was – I mean, it was great. Like, good things. One stressful thing, but everything else was, yeah, pretty good. I just feel like every week lately has been, like, it just goes by. Like, I am, like, is it's really Friday? Like, it just happens so quick. It's Friday, and it's, like, November, How is it November? Isn't that insane? Crazy. But I'm excited because this weekend's my party. Yeah. Halloween party. It's going to be fun. Off the hook. We have only 155 people RSVP'd and then I got seven calls today like with 10 other families that didn't RSVP. people. So – or didn't RSVP. So yeah, we'll probably have like 225, 250. Jeez Louise, that's crazy. Well, enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a fun episode today, and I was actually really excited because we have a client at Serendipit, which is our agency, duh, that is a competitor to this brand. Ooh, okay. And this brand that we're talking about is, they're publicly traded, so they don't even, I say competitor, they are a competitor, but like our client just plays in a different space, you know? So we're talking about cars today. And first, I want to go back to when I bought my first car, my very own car that I was buying with my own dollars. Well, I bought a Nissan Altima, and I didn't, I mean, have much of a choice, to be honest. I had, like, I mean, no money to spend. I think I was, like, 18, maybe 19, and it was, like, 2001, let's say. So do you know where I searched for a car in 2001, like a used car? Craigslist? No. I don't think Craigslist existed, did it, in 01? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it did. I think it did start in the 90s, but it wasn't popular. No. Auto Trader Magazines. Oh, magazines. Magazines. And I think maybe even, like, the newspaper classified ads. I, like, would never (laughs) picture you driving an Ultima. Have I not known this was your first car? Actually, my first— Because you've never told anyone. My first car— Oh, I talk about it all the time. That's the first one I bought. And it doesn't, like, stick out in a memory— the first car that I drove that my mom— Because it was an Ultima. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> my first car that I drove when I was 16 was a Hyundai Accent with the door handles falling off. So, like, you could enter on the driver's side, but you couldn't enter on the passenger side. <laughs> so, like, I had to get in and open the door for my friends because, like, the door handles just fell off. I feel off. like that was Holly's first car. She had either a Hyundai or a Honda, and it was— yeah, I think like the seats were peeling off. Yeah. 
I mean, I went to a high school that was quite ritzy in Scottsdale, and all of my, most of my acquaintances had brand new BMWs, brand new Jeeps. They get in a car accident and have a brand new one on Monday. And I had a Hyundai accent. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't quite fit in. But you know what? It grounded me and that made me the person I am today. So anyways, when I bought my first car, it was old school tactics. I did not use the internet to buy a car at all. That's true. Can you fathom shopping for a car like that today? With a magazine or with the classifieds? Well, maybe with the magazine, yeah. I could. No. Well, yeah, because I honestly love looking at, like, Arcadia News for homes. So, like, I They don't have a used car listings in there? No, but I could fathom magazines. Okay. But I couldn't, like, if we didn't have the internet. Like, at no. least you get a starting point. Totally, you know? yeah. Because we talked about the magazine situation the other day about the Target situation. Like, No, Amazon. And Target just came last oh, week. Oh, I didn't get oh, that Oh, my one. God. Target just came one magazine per fucking household. For holiday shopping. You're For holiday about, shopping. Yeah. And literally our kids fight over it, but they still like that circling. Like That's different it, though know? because they're shopping. They're circling toys for a wish list. If you're shopping for a deal on a car and you have to look at magazines and ads, it's just like it, I can't believe that's what we did. I know. But now we have unlimited options. We have, I mean, Google and social media. You could probably – exclusively buy a car on social media. Well, I like, and if you think about it, like you would probably have to circle page one, circle page 10 and like cut them out and compare. Like now there's like click to compare. Like there's so many tools. And like you can use a broker, you can go to a dealership, you can even use a car vending machine. That's what we're talking about today. The company that invented the car vending machine is our subject today. Carvana. I'm excited. I've always, like, I drive by that one on the 202 all the time. Yeah. And I'm Tempe. so confused. Like, what is that really? Do people really do that? They do. We'll talk about it. Do you remember when you f- saw the first car vending machine in Arizona? I mean, that was the one. Yeah. Do, do you remember the moment that you saw it? Like, was it a big deal to you or were you like, that's weird? Did you like? I just was like, that's not real. Like, it's just a stunt or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been around for a couple of years in Arizona, I believe, because that wasn't their first one. So Carvana is based here in Phoenix. Oh, wow. Which is really cool. They were founded here in Phoenix. And the Tempe vending machine, I think, came in 2017 or 18. So, of course, like I said, Carvana is a hometown company for us here in Phoenix. And they have pulled some very bold marketing moves. And they have spent insane money to buy that awareness. Okay. They have purchased their way into the slot of the top used car dealership brand in the nation. Even bigger than, is it CarMax? Yep. Yeah. Bigger. Wow. Yep. In fact, as of 2021, Carvana was also the top advertiser in the used car category, spending just about $100 million on advertising last year alone. $100 million dollars on advertising. The breakdown of that includes 74 million that was spent on TV ads, which is broadcasting cable, and 21 million on digital. And I think connected TV probably falls into the the digital because they didn't really break it down that much. Or do you okay. think it falls into the broadcast? No. Digital. digital, yeah. They spent zero on print advertising. Zero, yeah. Why would they, right? Yeah. That 100 million dollar investment earned Carvana billion with a B in revenue last year. 
And that was a 129% increase from 2020. That revenue came from the sale of 425, 237 cars. And supposedly, 2021 was their very first full year with a positive EBITDA. So they were operating at a loss in the negative for nine years prior to that. Like, can you even imagine running a business with no profit for nine years? No. But it's like when you raise so much capital and you're also disrupting an industry, investors are so much more patient. You know, I think that's just like the way it is. So they just turned a profit. And I bet you, they didn't even report what that was. They're publicly traded now, so I'm sure I could have dug deeper and found it, but it's probably not much. No. Yet either. But why did they continue for that long? Because they know that they're going to push everyone else out. They are today the fastest growing e-commerce company in the United States. Not auto dealership, company. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I know. So- The brand's premise actually is pretty cool in theory. You get the car without the car salesman, right? Yeah. Like you buy a car 100% online, no negotiating, no haggling of any kind. Like you don't even do that at all and no extra fees. It's just straightforward pricing, which I love. Yeah. My husband would hate that. He wants to negotiate just for the art of the negotiation. I mean… I think, though, I don't know what I would love, no haggling, but, like, I'm always second-guessing myself, like, can you get it cheaper? Because that's the way you're trained. Like, yeah. can I, you know, yeah, totally. that's the challenge. Well, you can, after you buy it online, you can then pick up your car at one of the car vending machines or have it delivered as early as the next day to your driveway. And every single Carvana vehicle comes with a seven-day return policy to the customer. So they have time to really make sure the vehicle fits with their life. That is, I think, the biggest differentiator. Yeah. Right? Well, and the delivery. That's so cool. I mean, mine was delivered and I I think most places will do delivery. Like, my my Escalade was delivered too. It doesn't matter. But like, the seven-day return, no questions asked. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. And how many people, I mean, I don't know if you have that stat. I don't have how many have returned. And it's free to return as long as you live in a Carvana city. If you don't, because they ship everywhere, but they only have, we'll talk about it, I think like 34 vending machines. If you live outside of it, you just pay the shipping cost to return it. Yeah. There is currently a lot of criticism around Carvana because stock prices have plummeted recently, but everyone's stock is plummeting right now. So it's like, come on. They have been criticized for spending way too much on marketing and for not preparing for a potential slowdown. But- We'll talk about how maybe that was a good decision for them because the investment they made on marketing has truly bought them their success. I'm very confident that's the reason they're crushing it. So we've established they've spent a bunch of money. They keep spending it. And I also think, and I don't know if you've seen this, I think they finally have landed on a tagline or campaign that is so insanely smart, like perfect. They should keep it forever. But they have a lot of work to do to get that creative to line up with, like, how amazing the tagline is. And the tagline is, we'll drive you happy. That's awesome. We'll drive you happy. Love it. So good. So good. Like, what does that conjure in your mind? Like, what does it make you think of? Just happiness. Yeah. When I'm driving, I will be happy. It's, It's just a great tagline. 
Well, let's first talk about how Carvana came to be, and then we'll go into some of the stunts they did end with this most recent campaign and why it's kind of not great yet, but has potential. Okay. So Carvana was actually co-founded by a guy named Ernest Garcia III. (laughs) He's a third. Okay. Ryan Keaton and Ben Houston, and it was founded in 2012. And actually, these three guys were working for Drive Time, which Ernest's father owned. So he was already born into the used car, the used car industry. And actually, Carvana was introduced as an e-commerce used car dealer run by Ernie Garcia in Phoenix for Drive Time. It was made, it was built inside of Drive Time wow. initially. And Garcia said the idea was sparked when he was at a wholesale auction. And that's where dealers buy so many of the cars that we would go buy as a consumer. They just turn them around and sell them to consumers. And he noticed that all of these people from different dealerships were all buying cars, and it only took them 30 seconds to make a decision and buy the car. 30 seconds. If the car had an issue and it wasn't reported, they could return it. That's why it made it so easy for them. Like, they knew the issues that were reported. If they bought it and something else was wrong, return Return it. No problem. So why wouldn't they just bid on it quick? And this sparked an idea. Ernie thought, could we get consumers closer to that 30-second experience instead of the four plus, plus, plus hours that currently was the norm for like a pretty shitty car buying experience? Like, wouldn't that be amazing if we can get them closer to 30 seconds? Yeah. And he also thought, what if he could find a way to do it faster with lower costs and make it Super simple and maybe fun. Yeah. So he jumped on it. He presented the idea. And in 2017, Carvana, after launching in 2012, was actually pulled out of drive time and went through an IPO. And now it's publicly traded. And Garcia is the chairman and CEO. And the other two guys are still actively involved. Ryan Keaton is the chief brand officer. And Ben Houston is the COO. Cool, huh? Cool. So... Garcia was super aware that, like, getting into the space, there would be crazy competition. I mean, it's the used car market. Like, yeah. there's a lot of players, right? I mean, there's, like, big players, small players, everywhere. You, I mean, used cars, it's not a good stigma. No, it's a horrible stigma. And he knew if he was going to make Carvana a national brand that he had to stand out in consumers' minds. Like, he had to find a way to make it stick, right? Make it stick. So the first big thing he did, Lex, those car vending machines, that became a primary growth factor for part of their brand. So in 2013, just one year after founding Carvana, the brand unveiled its very first test vehicle vending machine in Atlanta. And it wasn't like the ones we see today. Okay. It was just a digital interactive experience. It was not fully automated. It was not super tall. But when this launched, the brand made it clear that, like, this vending machine strategy was going to be the thing that took it big, took it national. So in 2015, after it had worked for a while on this first iteration of the vending machine, it launched the world's first fully automated, coin-operated car vending machine in Nashville, Tennessee. So cool. I love that it's coin-operated. It's so cool. And this was huge, and it got so much press. I mean, it was a total spectacle. I actually was thinking about back in the day, like P.T. Barnum. This is something he would have done. Oh, totally. Just to get attention. And 
I got to show you this video, Because the original one is kind of like a stunt. Like, it was what they do now, but it was almost based on a stunt. Yes, it totally was. Let me show you this video real quick. So cool. Isn't it so cool? It's like they put the coin in and all of a sudden, it's kind of like, you know, when you, vending machine, like when you buy a water bottle, right? Like everything shifts, it goes down, it comes to the like yep. exit point. And what's so cool is, does it really drive out like that? Like it I looks like know. the lights go on in the car and the car like goes out. I have no idea, but like it's a cool video. Like so cool. So sexy. Like all dark and, and you're like all waiting like, up. what's happening? And the music, I like how the music is not music, it's sounds of like vending machine sound noise, but all is like, it just goes together so perfectly. Yeah. It's a great video. And again, it looks fake. Like, does that really happen? But they've built it. Yeah. I'm questioning like, who is the engineer that came up with this thing? Dude, it's so genius. It's so genius. Well, today there are 34 car vending machines across the US. And every single time a new one opens, so much press. Oh, I bet. I mean, every TV station, radio station goes for a private tour. They go behind the scenes. I mean, it's everywhere. You can't, there's pages and pages and pages of media. And they seem to be really strategic about the locations they're putting these as well. Okay. They're not just targeting the biggest U.S. cities. They seem to be attracting or going to places that are attracting large populations of younger people. Because if you think about it, Younger people don't have a ton of experience buying, buying a, a car, car the old way or buying a car at all. Yeah. And so they grew up in the digital age. So this to them is like the way to do it. So cool. It is so cool. And the whole pitch is you pull up to the vending machine, you insert a token, you watch your car being retrieved. You take it for a spin, then you sign and you drive away. And like we said before, you have that What if you take it day. for a spin and you steal it? <laughs> well, they have like measures in place, just like a car dealership. You give them your license. They're like, they don't just like let you take a car without knowing who you are. Okay. Well, basically they give you a chance to return it, like we said. And I think that is amazing. Amazing. Frankly, like I don't know of that. So you don't just have to go to the car vending machine. That's, I think, that, no, what really, I was No, and really like you do buy it on, most people buy it online first. I don't even know if you you probably could just go to the machine. I don't really see how that would work. Yeah. The practice seems to be you go online, you find the car, you buy the car, and then you go and pick it up at the vending machine and you still have seven days. Or you, it gets delivered. Or it gets delivered to your house. Yeah. Totally. So let's look at a few of the brand's early commercials. From what I can tell, like they really started producing and running ads on TV, maybe in like 2016. And I think most of the ads were run digital and then like in local markets, maybe on broadcast. broadcast. They have thrown so many different concepts and campaigns out there since starting. It's, it'll almost give you a headache okay. because nothing has stuck at this point. Check out this one. If you just sign that first I'm one so there. I'm so sorry. I don't feel comfortable signing that. I don't get the math here. Was this the same car we talked about? What's this dealer preparation thing? I'm so sorry. This just is not. What we talked about. car without the car salesman. Carvana, the new way to buy a car. So I'm kind of confused. Like the vending machines are a stunt or they're the way you buy the car or the deliveries away. I mean, it's like there's kind of the consistency is a little off. Yeah. No, the, the vending machine is a stunt that actually is an operational practice. But like 
This first ad, <laughs> remember those wavy guys? Like the wavy guys that you see at every car dealership. What's the other, like the tube guys? What's yeah. the name for them? In this commercial, it's called the wavy guy commercial. No, it's, it's that like long the- guy who's like blows in the air. He's like a blower in him. And you see it at every car dealership, right? And, and he's so, like searching to buy a car. And he well, says a new way to buy a car. But first, he's at the car dealership watching all of these situations where he has to sit and, and listen to this bad used car salesman spew lies to customers. And he's just like, he's no expression, but he's watching all of these, this negative stuff. And he's upset watching it all day. So when it comes time for him to buy a car, he looks on Google for a better way and he finds Carvana and the perfect car is delivered right to his door. It doesn't really do it for me. No, it's super weird. <laughs> like, why would the wavy guy need to buy a car in the first place? And then I'm just, again, I'm confused, like the delivery versus the, the vending machine. Like, yeah, it's basically the if you live in a market with a vending machine, you can do that. Like it'll ship to the vending machine. I mean, I assume it's there because you're buying it from that local market. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But like the vending machine can't really house a lot of different cars. So it's got to be like a live billboard. I mean, it's just. It's very interesting. Totally. Well, here's another commercial that first aired in 2016. That sucked. That sucked. That didn't suck. In my kimono, bought a car from my casa. How bizarre! Save me dollars. That made sense. That didn't suck. In fact, I liked it. That didn't suck. That didn't suck. That didn't suck. In fact, I liked it. Got a seven-day test drive. Makes it easy to decide. Like a double rainbow in the sky. That didn't suck. In fact, I liked it. Challenge you to suck, suck. Were you the producer of that commercial? <laughs> <laughs> How did I know? I felt like you were going to ask if I was like in the background, like a background dancer. That is just so weird. I mean, it's kitschy. Kind of funny. I it's like catchy, it. right? Kitschy and catchy. It definitely like is stuck in my head. <laughs> that's for sure going to be a thing. <gasps> but I love it. I feel like that's something we would do. Like, let's create a music video and like a song, but it made it really fun. Like the guy. Someone goes buy a car and it was like used car salesman and they're like that, that sucked. sucked. And then the other guy is on his couch in his kimono, <laughs> which is like so weird. And he buys a car online and he's like, "Wait, that didn't suck." It and didn't then he like, suck. "That didn't suck." <laughs> in fact, I liked it. <laughs> and then he starts like bursting in a song, and people and the start dancing. And then they have this like weird grind dance off with the used car salesman. <laughs> I mean, and we're talking about it, so. I mean, weird is welcome. Weird you know, is welcome. I'm good. I like it. But it, all of these commercials, there's so many more. I'm not going to show you all of them from the early days. They just, there's no consistent theme. It's like, they were like, oh, we have 87 ideas and we're going to hit them all because <laughs> we can spend the money. It's a little confusing. 
But in 2017 and 2018, Carvana really took a drive (laughs) into PR stunts. I mean, we already know, like you said, the vending machine is the ultimate stunt. It does. Do they need to be investing in the cost to put a vending machine in every market? But they're buying consumer awareness. They're spending so much money just to make sure people know that Carvana is the cool way to buy a car. And if it takes that, I guess they're okay with it. In October 2017, Carvana got into the spooky spirit, so good for you, Alexis, for Halloween by unveiling one of the largest Halloween costumes ever. They dressed up its five-story Nashville car vending machine as, can you guess? The Marshmallow Man. No. (laughs) What? As a candy and chip vending machine. (laughs) This is the picture. They wrapped... The building, basically, and it looks like it is, like, there's Doritos and Fritos and all of the candy and chips that you might buy in a normal vending machine, but it's a Carvana vending machine. And on the side of the building, it says, we were going to dress up as a car dealership, but that would be too scary. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. It's not that It's not that great. Okay. December of that year, 2017... Carvana unveiled what it called the world's largest ugly Christmas sweater on wheels. Okay. Check this out. Hi, my name is London Kay, and I'm a street artist. I make crazy things out of yarn, and I'm working on a crochet hauler for Carvana. With Carvana, you buy your car online, so the way your car gets delivered to you is on a hauler, and that is what I'm covering in crochet. It's an ugly Christmas sweater, different from anything you've seen before. What do you think of that? I mean, I think that's pretty creative. Yeah, like they hired the street artist, London Kay, she's out of LA, to hand crochet, like hand crochet. The world- How long did it take her? It took her, exactly. A month to make it and three days to install it. Wow. On the entire flatbed delivery ca- Like hauler. Yeah. Yeah. So they called it the Happy Hauler Days campaign. And along with this stunt, Carvana held a contest where on social media they would draw like a weekly winner chosen at random to take home a limited edition Carvana ugly sweater. And all you had to do was like snap a picture of yourself with your Carvana vehicle, post it online, and use the hashtag Happy holidays. Interesting. It's cute. cute. It was only in Phoenix, but it was cute. Okay, in 2018, Carvana invested in a partnership with the new hit Disney movie that was coming out that year, Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Okay. Big movie. Big movie. I yeah. love that movie. And it was kind of a perfect collaboration. I mean, Carvana essentially was hoping to break the internet by breaking the used car process, process. right? Yeah. And so they decided to invest Big. I mean, big money to partner with with Disney. Disney. Like, you can't just... That's a lot. Let me show you this commercial. Presenting the internet! Whoa! What's he doing? Come on, let's check it out! He's pretty good at this. It's like a game! (gasps) Woohoo! Got it. Which car should we get? All of them! Oh, yeah! That one! This one looks nice! I like this game! we're winning! Delivery? Where? It's here! What? Buy your next car from Carvana before Ralph breaks the internet and go see the movie in theaters November 21st. 
Dude, how much did they invest in that? I wish I could not find it. Oh my God, that's a lot of money. That must have been so much money. Like, not only did they do this commercial, Carvana also added a feature to its website where visitors were greeted by Ralph, like on their computer or mobile device, and they could take a 360-degree vehicle tour of cars from the movie. So, like, so cool. That is crazy cool. Like, that made kids want to go play on the website. They also hosted an online sweepstakes for one lucky winner and a guest to attend the premiere of Ralph Breaks the Internet in L.A., all expenses paid. That reminds me of our Campus Suites contest we did one time to go to the Grammys. Yeah. That was crazy. You know what's so crazy is that we did that one. Yeah, we came up with that. We were like children. We came up with that. Like we were 25. So funny. Basically, it's so babies. cool that like they did that because 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, they still watch all these Disney movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, even adults watch Disney movies, obviously, but that probably drew in that so demographic. Yeah. So I mean, it made – well, kids would see the commercials and they'd be like, oh, mom, let's go on the website and look for a car. Like my yeah. kids would for sure do that yeah. to me. Or even, again, just like – Teenagers watch that. Like, yeah. 16-year-olds watch Ralph Breaks the Internet, too. Totally, yeah. Okay, in 2018, Carvana launched as soon as next day vehicle delivery in New York City. And, of course, they wanted to launch that in a big way. So they debuted a one-day integrated campaign in Manhattan. They deployed a caravan of five signature car haulers that were paraded around Manhattan on one day in September 2018 to let New Yorkers know that Carvana had arrived. And three of those car haulers were actually designed as takeout bags to illustrate, like, a New York City style of car delivery. Check this out. Isn't that cool? Oh, my God. I love it. It's like it has the thank you, thank you, thank you, like on a typical bag with the receipt stapled on the outside. So And the, so the car is wrapped in a to-go bag on top of love the hopper. I mean, perfect way to, like, make it fit for New York City. And, like, noticeable. Like, totally. people are going to look at that. Totally. So they basically had a parade of all of these, you know, haulers. And along the parade route, there were also more than – 250 digital on-street, like, units, like, ad units that displayed Carvana advertising. And there was a live social feed of, like, everyone who was using the campaign hashtag. And the hashtag is really long. This kills me. Hashtag the NYC way to buy a car. Like, come on. Think of something better. Oh, my God. Right? I mean, bad. But those who stumbled— take out car? Yeah. Alexis, why didn't they hire you? Oh, my God. Come on. Well, those who stumbled on the parade were encouraged to snap a picture and post it to social media for a chance to win a year of free Postmates. So they partnered with Postmates for, oh, like, the chicken food. Okay. Isn't that cool? I liked that one a lot, yeah. actually. One more stunt in 2018. I want you to check out this video, Alexis. You know new car smell? <sighs> Funky. Well, forget that. Feast your senses on the new way to buy a car smell from Carvana. The smell of freedom from the dealership. Bald Eagle freedom. With notes of sage representing the wisdom of buying a car from your couch. So cool. Infused with bamboo, symbolizing all that money you'll be saving. Plus the single tier of a car salesman. <laughs> the new way to buy a car is exclusively available. At Carvana.com. Only at Carvana.com. Hey, I just said that. I know, but I said it, like, really good. I 
love that. That is hilarious. I know. It was this limited edition Eau de Car. And it was a fun way for Carvana to differentiate itself from traditional dealers. Like, in all the ways, it's different, including its brand voice, which it's funny and just light and carefree. And Carvana execs explain that the brand was exposing the new car smell for what it really is. A scent used to mask aggressive sales tactics and endless haggling. Who wants that smell Ooh, anyways? They that. actually did too in an article breakdown that like new car smell is pretty disgusting because it's just like plastic and chemicals. Yeah. But we think it smells good. But we're like, oh, new car smell. But I love how it's like with just a single teardrop from a used car. <laughs> they know. And so they wanted you to skip the new car smell and go for the new way to buy a car smell. It was a 17-ounce glass bottle that was in a perfume box, but you couldn't buy it. Carvana instead surprised some buyers with a bottle of the scent in their new cars upon delivery. I love that. I do too. That's like, I have to say, when I bought my Mini back in the day, it was like their merchandising, like you got a whole kit, like you got stickers, you got a cup, you got a handbook of how to get in and out of the vehicle in a bind. Like it showed you how to do this hop in, like without opening the door. Like it was so cute. I, I literally just watched your child because I was behind her, driving behind her to get here to record. And she stopped at the school bus to pick up her kids. <laughs> and her <laughs> husband also was there and he has a Jeep and there's like no windows in the Jeep, obviously. <sighs> And her son, one of them, gets out of her car in front of the school bus, mind you. I was like, I know, what the hell? Well. Runs out to get into the Jeep. He hasn't opened the door. No. He, he's little. He climbs with his backpack on up the Jeep. Like, it's not easy. Dives in the window head first. I was <laughs> like, were these children raised by monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh, that just reminded were. me of I know. Yeah. I was like, well, then Bear was in my car for a minute. And I'm like, where'd Bear go? And Ashley's like, oh, he left someone else. I'm like, that happened in like two seconds. I just drove around you guys. I'm like, I'm done with this <laughs> situation. <laughs> that was like chaos. There's like four cars. The bus driver, the bus driver is telling me, I'm like, every day. I just I don't even know why I ask anymore. I'm like, were they good? Well, better than yesterday. I'm like, <laughs> Okay, who was it today? He's I hope like, you buy them presents. Oh, yeah. I told them I want to organize a neighborhood ride-along because all of the parent, <laughs> the kids are so shitty. And I'm like, we should just – we have so many parents. I'm like, it's 20 minutes to school. Like, get a parent on there and we all switch days or like one day a week at least just to kick those kids' ass in the back. So today he's like, well, Bear was standing on the top of the seat throwing ap- his apple from the front to the back. And I'm like, oh, my God. His parents have been gone for a week. They're going to get a taste of – I have to tell him because Bear has been in trouble every time. They've been blaming Dylan. And then they said that Cash was like doing something. And then Dylan last night, he goes – I go, well, they didn't say anything about you yesterday. He goes, yeah, but I figured a way how to sneak and crawl under the bus seat and crawl all the way back to where Caden was. I'm like, you will die if it crashes. Yeah. And I'm telling how you, it's gross so is that disgusting. Bus oh, my God. Uh, this is every time I'm around you, I just take a breath and think, God knew what he was doing when he gave me girls. <laughs> Anyways, back to Carvana. So now we're on to their newest campaign, 2022. Carvana, for the very first time, invested big in a Super Bowl ad Alexis. I remember. Big money. But you remember it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Kind of stupid, you were going to say. Yeah. A lot of people think it's kind of stupid. This campaign is all based around a new tagline that Carvana has trademarked. We told it to you in the beginning. Will drive you happy. And first off, before we go into the first commercial, genius fucking tagline. Genius tagline, but they're they're just all over the place with their concept. All over the place. But I saw a connected TV ad with that tagline, and that's what sparked my interest in covering this. It actually, the content of the ad did not. The tagline, I'm a writer, so I appreciate great content, just great wording in general. And this hits for me in so many ways. Like, first of all, it's a great play on words. Everyone always says, like, drive you crazy, right? Instead of driving you crazy, like a normal car dealership, they drive you happy. Fucking perfect. And, of course, the play on words with drive is perfection. Like, there's so many reasons why it works so well, but they have yet to nail it. No. So, like you just said, most people were less than thrilled with the first ad that they debuted at the big game. I want to show you that ad real quick. Did I tell you I bought our car from Carvana? Yeah, ma. It was so easy. I found the perfect car. Under budget, too. And I get seven days to love it or my money back. I love it! I thought online meant no one to help me. But Susan from Carvana had all the answers. She didn't try to upsell me. Not once. Because they're not salespeople. <laughs> what do you guess who just checked in on me? Mom. Susan from Carvana. <laughs> we'll drive you happy at Carvana. That is like the weirdest. I remember I'm like, that's what they chose for Super Bowl? Yeah, everyone thought that. And it's this ad that's called Oversharing Mom. And in it, we see a super chatty, very enthusiastic mom who literally cannot stop talking about her experience buying a yellow Mini Cooper with Carvana. She's telling everyone, like everyone. And the video on Carvana's YouTube channel currently has 24 million views. Oh my God. The description says, when you're happy, you can't stop talking about it. And at Carvana, we give you lots to be happy about. You can shop thousands of cars from anywhere, finding the right one at the right price. We'll even deliver it straight to your door, then give you seven days to see if it fits your life. Not working out? No problem. Not only will we take it back, but you'll also get your money back. And should you have any questions along the way, one of our friendly customer advocates would be happy to help. So give us a try and we promise we'll drive you happy. Yeah, just didn't do it for me. It didn't do it. I want to share the concept that was behind this because- I get the concept. Like I got it initially too, but what I didn't understand until I read about it was they originated this concept from one of the core principles at the heart of Carvana. So the idea is that, and this is one of their core principles, your next customer could be your mom. And it sounds weird at first glance. Like this isn't like your next customer could be your mom. Okay. What does that mean? But the idea is that you want to treat every customer like you would treat your mother. That to me is really interesting because it's a feeling that everyone understands. Like, even if your mom drives you crazy, you treat her like a goddess. She fucking births you. And you drive her happy. And you drive her happy, even if she drives you crazy. crazy. There are so many examples of how Carvana employees bring this core principle to life. I read one story about an employee. Her name's Rachel Haynes, and she's a customer advocate. And in May 2020, she helped one Texas husband 
buy a BMW as a Mother's Day surprise for his wife, who recently beat cancer. How nice, right? So nice. So Rachel went the extra mile by surprising the couple on delivery day. She filled the back seat of the car with balloons, signs of congratulations, and a gift basket that was stocked with a blanket that she hand crocheted herself, along with a bottle of champagne and a Starbucks gift card. No one told her to do this. No one asked her to do it. It was not in her job description. She didn't earn any extra money because of this. She did it because it's how she would treat her mother, and that's a core principle at Carvana. And that gives me goosebumps because when, like, something's that alive in your brand, it truly, like, is so cool to see how your team embraces it. And I think with this commercial, they're trying so hard because it's working so well internally and externally behind the scenes. They're trying to figure out how to push it out, like, to consumers they're just, they haven't nailed it no. yet, but I think they will. I think the concept's great, but they, they need the execution. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's a strong value and philosophy. I mean, but like, down. would anyone know that when you're putting that commercial? That's the thing. No, the commercial was just annoying. It'd be better if it was like, we treat you like we treat our mom type thing. Like, totally. that's our core principle. That would have been, I don't know. As long as they don't kill the tagline because it's so genius, I don't think they will. It's on their website now. It's like clearly a part of the whole brand. But I think they still have a chance to find, like, a campaign that will stick. Yeah. Um, But the chief brand officer, Ryan Keaton, one of the founders, said in a statement, our customer is at the center of everything we do. And your next customer may be your mom. That's a value that's central to our DNA, and it's what inspired this ad. So, like I said, it fell short to most. Actually, the USA Today ad meter rated it 4.71 out of 10 and ranked it 50 out of all 64 commercials last year. Oh, sad. I know. Not good. I mean, it was okay, but not my favorite, clearly. Who's their agency? They do most everything in-house, but they do use partner firms occasionally. It's But it's mostly in-house. Yeah, interesting. And they use Horizon to buy all their media oh, placements. Interesting. Yeah. As do like every big brand for the most part, it feels like. Again, I really hope they keep using will drive you happy. I mean, if you're listening, Carvana, like Good job. genius, genius, genius word choice. Figure out a campaign. Just yeah, like l- one that's one like cohesive. Yeah. Like you're doing a lot of things. And it's only been 10 years in business. Like, let's find one. Right? Right. Overall, Carvana has pulled some really creative marketing moves, but with a hundred million dollar advertising budget per year, it's Pretty easy to buy your way into that consumer's yes. brain. Like, pretty sure if I had that budget, I could do it for any of our clients, even the ones that don't deserve to be. Or are super boring. Super yes. boring, yeah. But overall, Lex, what do you think? Will it stick? I mean, tagline will stick. You know, I, I'm not saying their stuff's bad, but like could be nail it. Like they, they're almost there. They're almost there. Just like they're on the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the effort. Good. Well, let me thank a few of my sources. Obviously, Carvana.com had a ton of great resources. Campaign Live had an article called How Carvana is Transforming the Car Buying Process by Natasha Bach. Adweek had an article titled One Very Happy Mom Can't Stop Raving in Carvana's Super Bowl Debut by Lisa Lacey. Entrepreneur had a really good story titled Here's how the entrepreneur behind Carvana got the idea that's revolutionizing the way we buy cars 
by Patrick Carone. And I had so many others, so I will list them all at willitstickpodcast.com. And I have to say, I would buy a car from Carvana, but Auto House, our client, Way that better. car buying experience, literally, I just, I like feel happy when I talk about it because it was the easiest car buying experience I've ever had. And I did deal with a saleswoman and she was phenomenal. Yeah. There was no haggling, no nothing. It was literally like, this is the car you want. I'll get it. I'll order it. And she delivered it to me, signed three pieces of paper. That's great. I know. Well, oh, it's so interesting right now because there's really no haggling or negotiating in the used car industry or new car industry at all. At all. People are paying above sticker price still for new cars. I think it is changing a little bit, but for the past two years, it's been insanity, like just because of supply chain. Yeah. But you're right. Auto House, this is not a commercial for them, but I will happily do any commercials for them because they're freaking amazing. Amazing. Indoor think- car buying in Arizona, beautiful warehouses, all air conditioned. They will find you anything. They will sell your car. I didn't even go to the warehouse. I just did every, again, everything online. The warehouse is really cool. I know. I need like to the go. one in Tempe is amazing. It's huge. Yeah. My next car, definitely. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening and please follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and leave us a five-star review, please, please. And again, let us know on Instagram, DM us or email us. What do you want us to cover? We're always open for suggestions and until next week. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Bye.